Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. Hi there, Cam here from Team Serious. This week on the live chat, we've got Coach Maddie Pesh. She's going to welcome all our new members from our Valentine's Day special. She's also going to give us a bit of a rundown on her experience traveling and racing at 70.3 Dubai. And don't forget, if you want to join these chats live, you can join the Tri Club at TeamSeriousTriClub.com. Hello. Hope everyone is doing well. Just waiting for a few people to jump on, and we will get started with tonight's live chat. Nobody's here yet. Mary Carvin! (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hello. Um, Coach Maddie here. Uh, Looking forward to chatting with everyone tonight. So I'll go over what our agenda is going to be um, tonight. I want to make sure that we welcome all of our new members. Uh, We have a lot of new members because it was just Valentine's Day and we had our Valentine's Day special. So I want to welcome all of those new people. Um, I know a few of them are still working on getting into the group, but hopefully uh, you all can watch this video at some point. Um, If you're new, a reminder that we do these live chats every week, most most of the time on Monday evenings, unless they are posted otherwise that they're going to be at a different time in the week. Um, But a lot of the times it's Siri and Beck doing them. Right now, uh, I'm filling in on the live chat, and sometimes we have uh, Coach Mary Carmen doing them as well. And I know periodically uh, Coach Yvonne does live chats from Europe, Um, in German and Dutch, I believe. So you have all of those options depending on where you're at. Uh, So uh, the other things I wanted to talk about today, I've only had one question come in so far. So just a reminder, if you're watching this live, you can ask questions as we go along. I'll keep an eye on the comments and I'll answer your questions either at some point during the chat or at the end of the chat as well. Uh, So ask whatever you need to. Um, I also just got back a week ago from Dubai slash Abu Dhabi. I spent about two and a half weeks over in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, So it was my second time in the country, but my first time there as a triathlete. So I wanted to share a little bit about what my experience was like there. both in just experiencing triathlon in a different part of the world and also a few things about how the race went for me. It was my first race of the season. Uh, Then I want to answer a few questions that have just been coming up lately between myself and my one-on-one athletes um, and some of the discussions that we've been having as coaches, because I think that the content of these can benefit everyone. Um, so I want to share a few of these questions with you and um, how I've worked with through them with athletes in the past. Uh, so outside of that, again, if you have any questions as we go along, please post them in the comments and I'll get to them one at a time by the end of the chat. Um, So hello, everyone. I'm glad that we have uh, so many people jumping on already, and I hope 
more will be able to join us as well. So first of all, welcome to all of our new members that started, joined us just over this weekend in our Valentine's Day sale. Uh, I'll go ahead and read them all off to you. Uh, some of them we're still working on welcoming in the group, so uh, keep an eye out for those posts. But welcome to Gabriella Marsh, Sebastian Pernet, Tracy Riley, Janelle Peterson, Christian Wilkes-White, Stan Shaw, Jonathan Bryant, Tanya Marshall, Rosa Palombi, Lee Irwin, Diane Marks, Jorge Rosales, Heather Butcher, uh, Tiffany Hawkeye, and Katie Kurz. Maybe I mispronounced some of those, so I apologize for any of that. Um, but welcome to everyone. We're super excited to have you, and I have no doubt that it's going to be amazing. I know that if you signed up with that special, you also get a free plan as, or sorry, I think a discounted plan as part of that. Um, so if you, any of you have questions about which plan to choose or questions as you're following your plan, um, please let us know. You can either, you know, send us an email directly or you can, uh, go ahead and just post in the Facebook group and we'll answer those questions there as well. So two methods of doing that. Um, maybe at the end of today, I know that everyone should have the Team Serious Tri Club email, which is just teamseriousTriClub at gmail.com. Um, but you're also welcome to ask those questions to myself or Mary Carmen. So maybe I will repost um, what our emails are after this chat. Okay. So let's go ahead and get started with a few things. I'm going to talk about Dubai. So uh, when I was over there, um, a few of my thoughts from the trip. The first is just kind of about my overall experience of that trip. Um, I spent two and a half weeks in the country. Uh, the reason behind that was that when I went to compete in the World Championships in France in September, I went a week before the race. Um, and I didn't really feel that by race day that I was over the jet lag from the race. Um, so before this race, I really wanted to go ahead of time and work on getting over the jet lag and see how that would make me feel when I perform. Um, now, of course, uh, going to a race two and a half weeks ahead of time or two weeks ahead of time is not possible for many people. Um, so what I will say about that is that there are also strategies that you can do to get over the jet lag quickly. Like I remember um, actually when last spring when I did uh, Challenge Cancun in Mexico, uh, Yvonne was there, our coach Yvonne Van Blurken, and what she did was that she was coming from Europe. So when she came and raced in Mexico, she actually just tried to stay on European time. So she'd like go to bed really early and then she would wake up really early, do her training and then have part of the day. But she could only arrive a few days beforehand. So she tried to stay in her own time zone. And that worked out really well with the time zone that our race was going to be at. Um, another, this is actually my number one tip for the jet lag is to continue training. So Hopefully, if you go to a race and you're there a few days before, your coach will give you some training sessions to do. And 
the best thing that you can do is do those training sessions. I mean, as soon as you get off the plane, um, I know that in this case it was nighttime when I got off the plane, so I couldn't train right away. So I slept and then right away in the next morning, I, I, I went and I trained, right? So the first thing that I did was swim. I think swimming right away is best if you can because your body is going to be really off when you travel most likely. And like you might have, you know, some troubles with blood flow and stuff if it's a really long flight. And so starting out with the swim with something that's low impact, if there's anything in your body that's tight, it can help really get the blood flowing again. And it's also low injury risk compared to just running straight off of a flight is possible, but it's a little more risk if you have anything in your body that's tightened up in a strange way over the flight. So starting out with a swim is ideal. And I found some pools in crazy places around the world. You just have to do a little digging. And if you can do a little digging before you get there, even better. Um, then I did a little bit of a bike. And then I ran. I did all th three things the first day that I got there. And it was all super easy. It was just like an hour, half an hour of each. Um, but it really helped me stretch out. And when I felt the jet lag, I went to the pool instead and worked through it for a couple of hours. So essentially you tire yourself out throughout the day a little bit more. And then when you're trying to go to bed and sleep at night, you just sleep because you're tired. Um, so as long as you aren't doing things that are crazy hard, uh, those first few days that you're there, exercising can really help you get over jet lag fast. Like I, I never have trouble if I'm just following my, my plan and do a couple hours of exercise uh, when I get to a new place. So that would be my number one tip for you. I think if you follow that, you can be feeling pretty good in just a few days if you really have to cut it close to the race. So a couple of other things um, that I've been thinking that I thought about on my Dubai trip. Um, so it was the first race of this season for me. So, you know, the first race of this season is a point to be excited, excited, but I also think that it's natural to have some nerves and I certainly had some more nerves than usual. Um, I think just because in the regular season, you know, you're pretty much racing often. Um, I'll race about once a month or so. So you really get into a rhythm and you start getting over those nerves. But if you haven't raced in four or five months, um, you haven't had that chance to connect with the race again. So um, I did feel some nerves, but I am really happy about the first race of the season because it showed me kind of like, okay, how has my mentality switched? from the end of last season to where we are now? Um, and what are the things that I want to work on in my mentality going forward? Um, so having that experience of the first race of the season um, really brought out for me a greater direction of where I want to go in the year. One thing that I came away with from that race is making sure that I always have a goal of what I'm working on in my mentality. Um, so like this month, I set a goal that I was going to meditate every day. Um, because what I kind of realized is that 
I have been focusing on my mentality, right? I mean, it's a huge component of what I work on with Siri, but I didn't have like that specific time that I was devoting to the mental work. And so essentially what was happening is that I was sort of like thinking through things and working on them, but I wasn't actually taking dedicated time to do that. And I really believe that with the mental training, um, we have to be training it pretty much just as much as we do the physical. So you would never like skip out on your workouts or hopefully you don't. So um, now I'm moving forward with the mentality that working on the mental game has to be like another session in the day. So whether it's like 15 minutes of meditation, which I'm doing now, or if it's something that I'll switch to after this month, switch to something different, um, I think having that a little bit more organized is something that's helping me going forward. The other thing that I was thinking about in my trip was um, all of the different people that I got to meet. So I got to meet so many people who were living in the UAE, who were triathletes there. I met um, like the largest. Okay, hi, uh, sorry, I had to start a new thread. I am back. I hope you heard most of that. I will be posting the first video in the group. Um, so hopefully it will all go through. Um, but anyways, I was just finishing up talking about what um, my experience in Dubai. I was saying that I met all sorts of new people there. I got to connect with the largest women's triathlon group that is over in the country. Um, I was able to meet other professional triathletes who are from the UAE, um, I was able to, let's see, connect with a lot of people. I was on New York University's campus over there um, in Abu Dhabi, so I connected with a lot of people there as well. Um, but one thing I was thinking about um, a couple days before the race, you know, we go to these like huge events that are Ironman events or their other really large triathlons. And I think I have this intention of really wanting to connect with everyone in the sport. Um, and we all have this thing in common, which is our sport. Um, but one thing I found is that you can definitely find that there are some people out there who are out there to lift you up and that are really awesome to connect with. And sometimes there are also people in the sport who can have a negative impact on you as well. So I think that for me in the past has been competitors. Like if I'm focusing too much on other people and I'm not focusing on myself, or if I find people who are, you know, they're saying negative things about the race or they're saying negative things um, about their training, or they just aren't being positive about what's going to come in the event. I think that that can really have an effect on you and on what you're doing. And so what I've really recognized at events like this, and I was trying to do this at Dubai, is to have an idea of being really friendly towards everyone, um, for sure, but recognize the people that are going to lift you up. Um, so Siri always tells us to surround ourselves with people who are going to lift us up and bring out the best in us. And I think that this is especially important before race day, right? So welcome everyone and try to have a positive 
outlook and spread that positive outlook to others. But if there are people that are bringing you down, you know, race weekend is your time to focus on you and to celebrate all of the hard work that you've been putting in. So be aware of any negative negativity that might be going on of people complaining about things or not being nice to other people or uh, negative talking other competitors or something. Try to steer away from that, focus back on yourself or find people that really um, bring you up instead. And that's one thing that I did. Yes, Janet, exactly, was that I was thinking um, about Team Serious and I was thinking about um, all the people back home that and in my club that I know that supported me. And so I wasn't really worried about what the other people at the race were saying or if anyone was kind of being negative because I was just trying to focus back on the people that I that I knew who were in this club that would have positive things to say to me and um, to other people around them. So that's kind of the last thought I had about my race at Dubai. And it's all about figuring out, okay, what happened at your last race and what do you want to focus on in the new race? And I feel really excited about the things that I learned at Dubai and what's going to come in the next one. So I wanted to go ahead and answer a question that I know that I saw on the past live chat since we got cut off. Um, but I think it was Kath. Kath, uh, you were talking about which bike trainer to get. Um, and I would say that it doesn't really that matter that much to me because we don't really train with power on Team Sirius. I know that none of, athlete, none of Sirius athletes train with power. Um, it, we're like forbidden to. And uh, I encourage a lot of you to not train with power as well because I really think that tra training by perceived effort is um, really wonderful and helps us reach levels that we just don't with power. But so with, I would recommend as far as a trainer goes, I personally just have a really basic fluid resistance trainer. Um, it doesn't have any power on it. It's not connected to the internet. It's just complete nothing fancy. So you can definitely go with that. And actually what I do is I just go buy a used one. Like I will go to like a used bike shop and I will just buy one for like 80 bucks. And then I like I had one and I used it for, I guess, two years with Siri. And then since it was used, it was kind of time to replace it. And then I got another one for $80. So that's what I do as far as trainers. Um, I would really recommend the feedback sports trainers, um, which we use a lot on the team. And um, I believe we still have a discount with them. But the feedback sports ones are good as well. They um, do not are not connected to any power or anything. They're really nice because they're super portable. So they're pretty light and you can take them anywhere. So if you want to take it to your race with you or if you want to take it to the pool and set it up on the pool deck, they work really well in that way. Um, I'm not against fancy trainers. I mean, they're awesome. They're super fun to use. I don't think they're necessary. And personally, it's just one of the ways that I try to not spend money in the sport. Um, but if you do get a fancy trainer, you know, I'm sure it's going to last you a long time. I'm sure it's going to be worth your investment. And as far as that goes, um, I would just be a little aware of how you use any virtual training systems that you choose to use. So like go Zwift, super fun. 
Um, I know a lot of athletes use it, especially if you're in an, in an area where it's winter and you don't want to be hours and hours with nothing to look at on the trainer. So I think that's great. The only thing with virtual riding systems is if you're on one of our plans or if you're working with one of our coaches, you should still be following your workout. So don't follow the workout that the Zwift or the virtual training system is giving you still follow the workout that's on your plan because that will be the workout that's in in line with your training. So most of those systems have modes though where you can do like a, a just ride or something, but they can be great for like simulating hills or other things too. So if you wanna go fancy, um, go all the way, don't focus on the power. If you wanna just do the basics, I think that works perfectly fine too. Let's see, we had another question that came in in the comments about snorkels. So I wanted to share a couple of things. So this is the snorkel that I have right now and I actually have loved it. Um, and it's from the Michael Phelps brand MP, which I believe is actually, it's actually from Aquasphere. I don't know if you can see that. So it's from Aquasphere, but it's um, Michael Phelps branded. Um, but <clears throat> I love this snorkel because you can see here that in the, for the headpiece, you can't rotate it at all. So I have another snorkel. This is the Finnis brand. And the Finnis brand, I believe, was like the first brand of snorkels. Like they were the ones that really developed it. And this is like mine that I had like in high school. So it's like super worn out. But the the thing with the Finnis ones, I don't know if they've made a newer model since then, but this piece rotates. So then like your snorkel can rotate a bunch and it just makes it so that it'll be more flimsy and it'll go off to the side. But I've used this, I also use this one for years and years. So it works totally fine. I, I recommend Finnis brand as well, but I really liked this Michael Phelps one since I got it. Um, at first I found it was hard, a little hard to breathe. Like I kept getting water in my lungs, but then I got used to it after a, a little while. So if you get a different snorkel, you might just have to adjust. Um, but what I would say as far as snorkels, so if you haven't used a snorkel before, um, you might want to try using it with a nose plug first. Um, because your breathing is going to have to be different with the snorkel, it'll feel, you'll have to practice, you know, um, breathing with a snorkel and then also blowing out with your nose and also with your mouth. So it can be an adjustment, um, and just limited the nose can help with some of that adjustment, but eventually it's really nice if you can transition to swimming without the nose plug because nose plugs can be annoying. And also if you can, uh, I think the greatest snorkel achievement is probably working up to swimming, doing a flip turn with the snorkel. Um, so if you do flip turns, I would try to work up eventually to doing a flip turn with the snorkel and then you'll be a snorkel pro. Um, but if you're not doing a flip turn, um, of course you can turn around at the wall and then hopefully you will get minimal amounts of water in your snorkel. Um, so why do we use snorkels? Um, snorkels are amazing for technique work because you don't have to breathe. So essentially what you can do is you can just hold your head down and it allows you to isolate your stroke, um, to focus on elements of your stroke without having to worry about breathing. And another great thing about snorkel is that when you're not breathing, you can look up 
like you can look up but still be able to breathe so not like having your head out of the water but just looking slightly up so you can watch your hands so i like to use snorkel a lot in warm-up or cool down so that i can watch my pull pattern because i will start to like cross over sometimes or go out too wide and i think it's just a great way to keep tabs on your own swimming daily especially um if you're like most of us and your coach isn't there on deck with you every day yep janet that's the snort that I mentioned. What do I mean by water in your lungs? Well, like literally that I would do a flip turn and then I would come off the wall and then I would be trying to blow the water out of the snorkel after the flip turn and then I like would blow out the water but then more water would come up the snorkel. So it was an issue so then I was just inhaling a lot of water but I fixed it. I will try to maybe make a video of doing a flip turn with a snorkel because um, I'm not sure how well I can explain it uh, over this but um, essentially what you have to do is you do a flip turn and you have to make sure you're blowing out of your nose which you should be doing anyway on all your flip turns um, and then after the flip turn you push off the wall and then as soon as you get to the surface you just do a big explosive breath out and you shoot all the water out of your snorkel and then you can start breathing again okay as i said that was that's the final snorkel achievement to work towards first start with just swimming with the snorkel without turning so if anyone else has any other questions um, let me know otherwise i think i'll just talk about one other thing. Um, so the other thing that I was going to bring up today, um, I kind of already touched a little bit on talking, um, making sure that you're doing something actually to focus on your mentality. And that's another thing that I was thinking about with one of my athletes who's going um, through an injury right now. Um, they actually have to get surgery. So for this athlete, I'm making sure that during this recovery from surgery, we're not just taking time totally off from triathlon, but we're thinking about all the things that you can do when you're not able to train that are still helping you towards your goals, right? <clears throat> so if you have a couple of weeks where you can't do any activity, well, that's a great time to work on maybe your organization and making sure that when you do go back to training, you have everything sorted for your work schedule, for your family schedule, for um, all the logistics of getting places, all of the equipment that you need, so that when you start back up to training, you're super organized and you're not gonna have those issues. So that's a great time to work on that. Another thing is focusing on what you can do, not on what you can't do, which is something that Siri says, but, for example, if you can't do your regular training, one thing that we talked about is that we're going to spend a couple of weeks of doing the stair step machine. You know, that's not one of our swim bike run things, but it's another activity that you can do with certain limitations or making sure that she's staying on top of the physical therapy required for this injury. And the last component I would say is working on your mentality. So we made sure that um, we sat down and we talked about, okay, so you can't train, but you can still train your mind. So what is something that you're going to do 
to help yourself work through this time um, instead of just sitting on the couch moping around. So that might be meditating or it might be journaling or it might be making sure that you're doing something you enjoy every day that's not triathlon or you're thinking about your goals in triathlon. I don't know, whatever works for you to help you move forward and work on that mental side of things. When you're able to get back to physical training, all of this work that you've been doing and organizing in your mentality and staying on top of your rehabilitation, once you get back to regular training, you'll be back even stronger than before in many, many cases. Yeah, so that's kind of the last thing I wanted to share. Yeah, so does anyone else have any other questions? I think that's pretty much it. Um, well, if you do have any other questions, you're welcome to add these in the comments. You're always welcome to just post on our Facebook page questions. Um, or you're welcome to email us. So again, um, after this, I'll post the different emails that you can use to reach out to the coaches. Um, so yeah, just feel free to let us know at any time if there's something that you need help with. Um, but thanks everyone for listening. It's been nice to chat with you all and everybody have a good night and great start to your week. All right, bye. Hi there, Cam here again. Thanks, Maddie. Hope you enjoyed that. And don't forget, if you want to join these chats live, along with getting access to lots of other benefits like training plans and discount codes, along with a huge video library, you can join the Tri Club at TeamSeriousTriClub.com. See you next week.